From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello, thank you for joining us for a special edition podcast today. This is a NCAA college football special. The playoff bracket was announced yesterday. We're recording on Monday. And the slate of Oklahoma, Alabama, and Notre Dame Clemson will be the semifinals. So today we're here to debate and talk about the four teams that made the tournament and what we would do if this was our tournament. I am Luke, as always. With me today is Joe. Joe, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Luke? Good, thanks. And Kyle, what's up, Kyle? Hey, how's it going? Good. So let's start off with the easy question. How do you guys feel about the four teams that got chosen for the semifinals? I think they picked the ones that they... There's the least amount of controversy with the ones they picked. I think I could I could agree with maybe if you're looking at resumes and trying to figure out who's the most deserving to be in there. They they and the most accomplished during the season. I think they probably got that right. I don't think they're the four best teams, and I I, I think that's a common a common thought. But I definitely don't think it's the four best teams. I think it's definitely the four teams who are playing the best right now. Maybe not best overall, but that that's how I would see it. It's the four teams that deserve it as of whatever, December second, twenty eighteen. But see, I would say that Georgia has proven they're one of the four best teams and they're playing well right now. They just happen to play the best team. Yeah, they, they gave up a fourteen point lead to a backup quarterback. That's that's not what a four, fourth best team does. A backup quarterback. <laughs> he was. I, mean, he was I, I, I guess that's true, but right. A backup he, that would start on ninety-eight percent of the teams in the in the in college football. That's that's just it's the facts, though. What do you think, Luke? I don't know if now's a good time to tell you, but I was uh, politely declined by the interview for the woman who yelled "fuck" on national TV, the Alabama fan. She, I, Joe told me I'm I'm heartbroken about it. I mean, we got a Twitter follow, and we still we still love you. Shout out, Allie. I'm I'm sure she's listening now, but she chose not to <laughs> not to interview with us. So I, for whatever reason, I don't get it. So I don't. Maybe I'm so blinded that my idea is so superior than anything the NCAA has. I I can't even think about the four teams because I, I it's just wrong. It's simply just wrong. So maybe I'll jump into my perfect idea, and then you guys can just sit in silence the rest of the time because you have nothing to come back with this. All right, let's go. NCAA college playoffs. Okay, there there are. 11 conferences, and this can be argued because I'm counting the independents as a conference. But there are 11 conferences. So what's the biggest argument today on the playoffs? Not not everybody can get in. Like, it's just a fact. Not everybody can get in. So it's a 12-team playoff. If you win your conference, you're in. So everybody has a shot to get in. And then there's one at-large bid to make the 12th team. 
And after you have all 12 teams, you rank them based on their final ranking, 1 through 12. So if if Alabama's 1, then they're 1. If Fresno State is 100, maybe that's the worst of the group, so they're ranked 12. So you're going to have 12 play 11, 10 play 9, 7 play 8, 5 play 6, and then the winners will face 1, 2, 3, and 4, respectively. And then it's just just a tournament bracket, right? So this year... What you would have, and just walking through these, I think this makes perfect sense. So you would have from the American Athletic, UCF. They should probably be in. From the ACC, you would have Clemson. All right, so people say that UCF doesn't play anybody, but the ACC is awful. I looked in there. I mean, they have one other ranked team. They're not a good conference. So the Big 12, you have Oklahoma. The Big 10, you have Ohio State. Conference USA, you have Middle Tennessee State. The Independents, you have Notre Dame. The Mid-American, you have Northern Illinois, Mountain West, Fresno State, Pac-12, Washington, the SEC, Alabama, the Sun Belt, Appalachian State, and at large, realistically, this is the one that I'm kind of torn on. Like, do you go by rankings or how do you go by? But I put Georgia there. So my 12-team playoff would cure both of your arguments earlier, right? It's, it's for the four teams that got in, Georgia maybe being the true fourth best or playing pretty good or you know whatever it is and then we just let them battle it out um i have one immediate gripe with that the independents shouldn't count there are four independent teams that means notre dame makes it every year i was that's exactly what i was gonna say liberty new mexico state and umass yeah the crazy thing there are like six or seven which was more than i thought like six yeah but yeah notre dame makes it every year under that then so I, I would agree with that. We can do 10 and two at largest, but every one of those teams is forced to join a conference then. That's fine. See, that, that's a different argument I have because I think what I would change about it is I think every, you just do the champion of every conference. That way everybody has an equal shot at it. It's not necessarily reliant. A 10-team playoff? Yeah, I would probably, since you're not worried about having a round number playoff i would probably go that route and my issue is i like your idea of giving everybody a legitimate chance getting in what i want to see is i almost want to take the judgment after the season out i want it to be like these are the rules set forth if you win your conference you are in and if you don't win your conference you are not and i compare that to like the nfl no one ever really complains about who made the playoffs because the schedule is set you play those games, um, and it's mathematical if you make it or not. Yeah, so when I first started this, I wanted slots. I wanted there to be a scale with slots to exactly what you said, Joe. There is no question at the end of the year. So that with my model, I know there is still the one question mark being at large and maybe eliminating that. I, I just, the only thing I hate, or I think the team may have a chance, if you have two undefeated teams playing in a conference championship and one team wins on a last second field goal. Like, wouldn't it be great if, if maybe they played again and it was different, but at the same time, Hey, maybe you had your shot to get in and, and you're screwed now. No, I guess, uh, no, I, I agree with what you're saying where I would, I, I like that. It's, you had your shot to get in. Everybody had the same shot, but uh, another hole I'll poke into that. And I don't, I don't know exactly how to fix it with allowing everybody to be in. But do you really think that the winner of the MAC 
has a chance to win. Do we really want to waste our time with uh, Northern Illinois playing Clemson? I say yes. I say you do because when Boise State played Oklahoma several years ago, it might be 10 at this point, everybody said this is going to be an embarrassment. Oklahoma is going to trounce them. And it was one of the greatest games ever because if you give Northern Illinois a chance to play a Clemson and they know it's in a playoff, I mean, it's no different than a 16-1 seed. And we we don't say, should they really? I mean, maybe we do. Should they really be in it? But then this year, a 16 seed won. And how crazy is it? So I think that it's one game. And if you can put your best scheme together for one game against anybody, you have a shot. I, it's the argument that I give that the Super Bowl is irrelevant because the teams do not play the same way they play the entire year. It's the same for the bowl games now. You have to you have a four week period off between your bowl game and you install an entirely new offense that the other team hasn't even seen. And now with a new redshirt rule, you can get those guys, those right. freshmen, and and they're literally just in for gadget plays. Yeah, like you're going to run two plays, and it's going to be nothing that even resemble, resembles football, but. You're going to redshirt anyway, and we're allowed to play it now. So I do think, I mean, Land argued today. He's obviously not here to argue tonight, but he he said, I would like to see UCF in. And I said, I honestly think they should be in. And he's like, yeah, but they would get trounced by Alabama. And I was like, I do not think so. I think that UCF, obviously prior to the QB injury, but injuries happen, whatever, would have a legitimate shot to beat Alabama. Okay, I completely disagree that UCF should be in mainly for strength of schedule purposes. But I would argue Clemson doesn't pay anybody. Well, and I'm not completely arguing that, but... Don't they make these college football schedules like a decade in advance? So like, how much power do you have over this strength of schedule? You just play what you play, and if you win, you win them all. Like, for instance, Central Florida's strength of schedule is ranked 90. So, yeah, they probably should win all of those. Do you have Clemson's, just out of curiosity? Yeah. Clemson's is 48. Alabama's 44. Notre Dame's 42. Oklahoma's 31. Georgia's is 6. Strength of schedule like is has a lot to do with what your opponent's record is, correct? Yes. And if you go undefeated, you're, each of your opponents are going to have one more loss. So your strength of schedule is going to go down if you win all of your games. Yeah, but Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame all did the same thing too. And theirs are half That's what of I'm what? saying. Like their strength of schedules, their strength of schedules down because they beat every team, so they have one more loss. Yeah, I don't think that has Georgia a, lost mean, a couple games. That's one game in the whole scheme of the, each team you played played twelve or thirteen games. So I mean, it's that's a small percentage. I would and say, and it definitely factors into it. But then, yeah, once again, like. Looking into like at the beginning of the season, if you had Wisconsin scheduled preseason, you're like, wow, it's going to be a big game. That's going to look good for our strength of schedule. But it turns out Wisconsin fucking sucked. So then your schedule's already made though, and you can't do anything about it. But no, I'm, I'm not completely disagreeing with that. But I don't think UCF is a. I, I would say I don't know if they're a top ten team. Know, there's just something to be said about winning twenty some games in a row. Not many people do that. Yeah. If they played on a neutral field, they would be underdogs against 17 teams. And the only reason I put any any merit with that is the people that are coming up with these numbers, like their livelihood is made on how successful they are on predicting outcomes of games. And they're saying that on a neutral field, 17 teams be favored against them. 
Yeah, but do you care about that? I mean, absolutely, I do because they're, they're like I said, their livelihood is based on if they are right in these predictions. So they're putting everything into into what they've seen for the past past two seasons. Now, granted, I I don't know how much the quarterback changes. That might be three points, which you're still at least ten teams that would be favored against them. What, but but what would Purdue's a? I mean, Purdue's a double digit underdog at home to Ohio State. Would you rather than have not played that game because stats said otherwise? Would you rather have who not played? Purdue. Like, I mean, if it's if it's a similar situation at the end of the year, and you're saying, "Ah, eh, Purdue's," they're, I mean, on a neutral field, they're going to lose the forty teams. But if they're undefeated and the Big Ten sucked, well, if they were undefeated in the Big Ten, they would be in the, they would be a lot higher than they are right now. But they weren't. They lost games. Yeah. But the argument that they're favored to lose on a neutral side to 17 people shouldn't eliminate them from playoff contention. My my point is that underdogs win all the time. They do, but if you're trying to get the I think there's I think there's more deserving teams. I mean, I, I get that you can only win the games that are in front of you, but that doesn't just because you win all the games doesn't mean you're one of the top four teams in the country. I mean, some of it is luck. A lot of a lot of a, a lot of the whole athletic world revolves on luck. Like there hasn't been a NCAA basketball team that's won the tournament and didn't get lucky. Like a lot of it is, did you get the schedule in front of you that is? That you can handle that is the toughest schedule that you could possibly handle, and did you win the games that that you should and win a few games that you shouldn't so what what's the conversation if u c f beats l s u by three touchdowns well then it would i i would that would change my tone that that could happen because didn't they do that last year they played Auburn in their bowl and beat them yeah, and that got them nowhere oh, yeah. Got him a national championship. Rightfully. <laughs> I hope they get another one this year. Right, yeah. I can't wait to get myself a UCF back-to-back national champs t-shirt. Oh, and you know that you know they'll be flaunting that. Oh, for sure. But I think that – so that's what I think. I think Boise State all those years, TCU all those years, TCU when they had Andy Dalton, right? They they were the ones that go undefeated or, you know, they lose one game in the last – so that you're always watching those teams to see what happens uh, come bowl season. but. If you win your conference, you should have a shot at it. It's just my viewpoint. So what what are you guys' opinion on what the playoffs should look like? So, well, let me ask you this. If Central Florida right now played Oklahoma on a neutral field and I offered you straight up 100 bucks, pick the winner, who would you pick? Probably Oklahoma. The fact that you're thinking about this is you're just you're just trying to pull no, your, no. pull your I, argument. I would probably you would take Oklahoma. Oklahoma in a heartbeat. I mean, let let me be honest. Oklahoma does nothing to impress me. They have, I mean, they can score a hundred points, but they're going to give up in the nineties to hundred and ten every time. But that's the style they they chose to play. I mean, US UCF's the exact same way. Well, I mean, did you see the lines for the final four already? They're both double digit spreads, so I don't really yeah. see the point of arguing this underdog thing. So should we just have Clemson and Alabama play and go back to just the BCS no playoff? See, that's what I think we should do because I think it's a two horse race. So 
just nobody else gets in. Just because of what Vegas has as odds, that's how we determine who plays in national title games? No, not because Vegas has as odds, but I think Alabama and Clemson are hands down the two best teams in the country. If, if you If Alabama played the other 11 teams that I listed as their season this year, I would I would bet a lot more than $100 that they would lose one of those games. Well, yeah, they would that would probably be the odds that they probably would lose one of them. But so would everybody else in the in the top 10. Yeah, but I'm just saying to me it's not I think those teams should have a chance. We shouldn't just say I mean, so here's the thing. How many how many years did Alabama have to be good to become relevant? I mean, obviously they have Saban, they've been as good as long as we can remember, but Think about Gonzaga with basketball, you know, so they were an underdog for a while. They had really great seasons, but they were never ranked or they just cracked the top 25. Now Gonzaga is a household name. Some of it is manipulating our minds to think, I mean, if UCF continues to go undefeated for three more years, there is no way that players are not going to go there. They're not going to be better. And eventually they're going to be one of these top two teams that are going to be in the national championship. Well, I could see that because Villanova is kind of the same way. Yeah. They were always a team that could never get over the top, and now they they did it once, and then they did it twice, and now they're one of the uh, they're one of I I don't know if they're considered a quote unquote blue blood yet, but they're kind of there. Yeah, that and that's my thing with UCF. Like, if you're someone who doesn't believe in them, you should want them to be in too, because like either you are proven right that they get killed or they win, and you have to shut up. That's it. You. Wouldn't wouldn't you want your your point to be proven right and watch them lose and be like, well, I was right. I told you. I mean, I wouldn't be against that, but I just think it. There's, I guess it depends on how big the playoff is. If it since it's four teams, I think there's four teams that actually deserve to be in there more than they do. That's something I want to talk about. Like four is way too small for college football. That's I I did a little independent research here. You know, just looking into this, and I like the percentage of teams that make playoffs like out of total for NCA. It's sixty eight out of three hundred thirty. That's twenty percent. NFL, 12 out of 32. That's 38. MLB, 10 out of 30, 33. NBA, half the teams make it. College football, it's 4 out of 130. That's 3% of the teams who make it. That's crazy low. Why is it so low? That's good research. I know, right? I'm a numbers guy. That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, that, that's hustling right there. <laughs> Even in college basketball, that's the next closest one, and 20% of the teams make it. If 20% of college football teams did, there'd be 25 teams in the playoff. Now, I... I... I agree with how I don't like that number. And what I really don't like about that number is there's so much variability in the schedules and who teams play that having that low of a percentage, it's really hard after 12 games of random schedules to figure out who has even had the better season. Like I said, there's so many variables going into it. Like I said, you make the schedule 10 years ahead of time. You don't know who's going to be good. The home and aways can be different. The weather can be different. So it's really hard to narrow down 3%. So I definitely agree with that. I, I've got it. If you go undefeated, you're in the playoffs. I don't care if there's five, seven, ten teams. If you go undefeated, you're in the playoffs. We'll draw out of a hat to see who gets a bye. If one team goes undefeated, they're the national champion. If no teams go, then everybody sucks and we, we play again next year. You just crown zero champion if nobody goes undefeated? Yes, no champion. I kind of like it. Fuck it. Let's just blow the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and your first thing is, if you if somebody goes undefeated, they're going to win their conference, so they're going to be in. Yeah. Oh, so you're just saying that only undefeated teams are allowed. Yeah. In. So this year it would be Alabama, UCF, Notre Dame, and Clemson. 
and we're going to let them battle it out. They're, they're the statistically on their record, they're the best four teams in the NCAA. So let's see who the best is. I don't hate it, but I think we, I, how I would do this is we keep talking about, you know, conference champions should be in. Sure. But it sh- there should be like, you know, how they already have like subdivisions like FBS and FCS. Just break it up again. Power five is their own division and the other conferences are theirs. So then the Power Five champions can go. We have eight teams. The Power Five will make it three at large. UCF can go in their small school to playoff, and they can play the other small conferences. They need to break it up more if we're going to – let's just do that. Well, I could see an unintended consequence of having these conferences. If you don't break it up like that is, for instance, you have a handful of good players in the Chicago area. Are they going to go to the Big Ten school, Illinois, where they – probably aren't going to win the conference are they going to go to northern illinois so they can win the mac and then get a chance to go to the playoff i think after like three four or five years you're going to see i don't know if you call it more parity but you'll have instead of going to the smaller let's say big 10 school that has a very slim chance of making the playoff you're going to have the good players kind of gang up and go to a smaller conference school, so they have a better chance to make the playoffs. No, all the good players are still going to go to Alabama and Clemson. There's, there's no nothing that's going to stop that. That's just how it's going to be. <laughs> so what does what does flip this right? So Florida used to be great and have the players. So if Saban retires and in three years Alabama's awful, who who takes that next step? Is it all based on coaching and recruiting or? Is there something else you think environmentally or maybe even geography in the geography that, that brings these teams to prominence? I mean, think about it. I mean, Alabama has not always been some giant school powerhouse. Oh, no. I mean, obviously, a lot of it has to do with coaching. I mean, it seems like you get a – how many schools have you seen have been terrible? They bring in a new coach, and then in one or two years, they're suddenly really good. I mean, Clemson wasn't always right. that good either. So if, mm-hmm. if Nick Saban went to UCF, you don't think that they would immediately be in the top four next year? I would. I mean, I think they will. Uh, I guarantee no. they would. I don't be. know. I guarantee they would be. So like, that's, that's the thing that kind of sucks about college sports. It's like in the NFL, if you're the worst team, you get the number one pick. You hypothetically get the best player. In college, if you're the worst team, you don't get anybody. If you're the best team, you get all the good players again. But what, and this kind of hits another part is, okay, are you saying if they went undefeated, would they be in the top four? Yeah. Well, I'd think, I th- I would think so. And that's one reason why I want to make it cut and dried. You have to do this to get in. If you get in, you're in because there's so many other factors when you allow a committee of people to choose. You're You're basically judges trying to think, trying to judge who's better that. I would much rather it be just A, B, C, and D get in based on this formula. Well, it's kind of like when they blind resumes. Yeah, exactly. And you know when, you, when you're scheduling or however, again, there's some variability in that, but you know what you need to do to get in. Like if we do this, we take care of business, we control our destiny, we are in. And that's where Kyle, like, you were saying if you just kind of, instead of doing conferences, split them up a different way. But I think you almost have to, however you're going to divide that up, you have to play everybody in that division once, I think, to to make it a 
kind of a fair go around. Because even like the Big Ten now, you play every team in your division and then you play half of the teams in the other division and it's completely random who you play in the other half. So for instance, like if you're in the Big Ten West, the three teams you play on the East could be Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. Or it could be Rutgers, Maryland, and IU. How, how are those schedules the same? And you're in the Big Ten. They made the schedule for you. Right. But I would think that some of that would get evened out by you still have to play the best team from the East in that championship. So if you just squeaked by beating the lower of the Big Ten East, then the best of the Big Ten East would probably beat you. And if, then if they don't, then yeah, you deserved it. You won your championship. Yeah. And I think for like conference championship, I think each conference or whatever – should be able to choose however that conference decides they want to determine who goes. They just get to pick how they want to do it. They could have a committee at the end of the year say, again, we're in Big Ten country, so Big Ten makes up their committee. They're like, we want to send Michigan this year. Or they could say, hey, we're gonna, we're not going to have a championship game. We're just going – we're going to do it the way it is. Uh, we're going to have like a little – like." play a couple games or round robins have a four game tournament to figure out who goes in. We can't decide on, on one playoff and you want us to have 10 arguments. <laughs> More selection committees is not the answer. That's what's wrong with it. Now we don't need more. No, but if you're saying like the big 10 champion gets in, I think it's up to each conference how they want to do it. Maybe they just want to eliminate the championship game and make it a true it round. Already robin. kind of is. Cause like, the Big 12, they don't care about divisions. Just the top two teams play in the championship game. Mm-hmm. So it already kind of is up to the conferences how they want to decide who plays for the championship. Oh, wow. They're quick. They already figured it out. Yeah, the Big 12. Like Texas and Oklahoma would be in the same division, I'm pretty sure. So they just have the top two play each other in the championship. The Isn't the Big 10's division like ridiculous because it's a great team, plays a crappy team in the championship almost every year well i mean last couple of years it's been wisconsin on the west that's true yeah. hasn't really been crappy but they're not they've never been like near on the levels like ohio state is like they're still no. outmatched all right the argument that i'm going to use the rest of my life is if nick saban coached ucf they would be like three-time national champs because everybody the committee would love them i'm so mad i didn't have that written down to lead with well they would love him but but nick saban also turned Alabama into the powerhouse. Like he didn't do it on accident. He knows how to recruit. He knows how to coach. He knows how to hire assistant coaches. Like he would have. I'm pretty sure he could probably go about anywhere and turn a program. Yeah, out. but what's he going to do? I mean, I, he's going to have UCF's still crappy schedule, but people love Nick Saban because he draws attention. He brings in money, and that's what this is really about. They're going to have the same crappy schedule. I mean, regardless. Not necessarily. He may say the non-conference schedule gets tougher. But it, but he wouldn't. Have you seen yeah. Alabama's non-conference? There's no way he does. What's, what's wrong with the Citadel? That's because he has the SEC to back him up. Yeah, powerhouse the Citadel that they're lining up against week 11. I don't know, I, I'm just going to stand by my answer of split up Power 5 and the other smaller conferences and just make it eight teams. So, it's, so you want – how are you splitting that up again? What are they? It's the Big Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve, SEC. So they each get one. What is the other ACC, top five, probably. ACC. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, and that's yeah, why. So the Power Five, they each get one, and then there's three at large. Yeah, and then you do have three out of large. the Power Five. Yeah. Yes. Then you have. 
And then you let the small schools have their own separate. So tournament. do you crown two national champions? Well, we already do. We have the FCS national champion. They're still technically Division One. They're just FCS. So, so yeah, they would be whatever the, you would have your power. So you're not giving UCF a chance. I'm giving them their own tournament to go be national champions in. That's not what they want. Right, so what are you American uh, Conference USA? All of those are you saying are all of those? Yes. They just need to break it up more. They're a different league, so they're now FCS, and then FCS falls to FCS2 or whatever? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying there are only five conferences in the NCAA? Division One college football. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just make Notre Dame join the ACC full-blown. They already have to play like five ACC games in football and their ACC and everything else. So then we get rid of the stupid independent thing. I still don't think that would necessarily solve the problem because then UCF would win that tournament and then they'd still call themselves national champions because they still don't get a chance. But they would be because... Well, but then they would be national champs. They would have won the national championship. Well, then so does Mount Union or whatever every year. They yeah, They deserve to <laughs> say how many time national champions they are. They won the national championship. That'd be a step back for Central Florida. Like, Then what What do they do if no none of the major conferences will take them? Yeah, that's that's a tough break. I don't know. I think an eight-team tournament would probably... Th- my problem is with eight, is as soon as you do eight, then team nine and ten is going to be pissed if they didn't get a chance. Yeah. Well, you're always going to have that. Like You still have NCAA basketball tournament teams that get mad they got snubbed. Exactly, and that's why I'm not a fan of expanding it. At, so- at some point, you just have to draw the line. You're the 70th best team. Shut up. Shut up and go home. Yeah. So I guess right. if you-, you could go to eight, I agree with Power Five, you should each of those conferences should should get a representative, have three at larges. This is where I'll strongly disagree. You can't say, all right, you five conferences automatically get a team in, the rest of you eh, fight it out for these other three. That's why I'm saying they need to break up those conferences. That way they don't have to worry about them fighting it out for the other three. I I, I get that, but okay, Joe's so, point, like I I don't well, think you can just say the other five conferences, there's three, and really those three, one of those three this year is going to Georgia probably, right? I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, even yeah, even if we had it this year where it was eight and we had three at-large, I still don't think UCF would get in. Yeah. You'd have like at-large Georgia. You'd have who else above them? Well, Michigan and Ohio State are up there. Yeah, like I still don't think UCF would get in. UCF would, uh. Kyle, can we put the money together uh-huh. that you've won on best bets and and get UCF and Alabama to play this year? I I would love that. I don't think I've I quite won that much, but we're getting there. Luke, how you said there's eleven conferences, and that was including the independent. So there's ten conferences, and then the independents. So you're kind of after we take out the independence your kind of modified tactic is to do every conference champion and two at-larges yeah i guess with that i'd almost rather just stick with 10 and and draw for the buys i i don't i don't think i have a problem with that i mean then yeah i i don't think i have a problem with that george is gonna say we were we were snubbed but were you really i mean you lost your conference my thought is on that the reason I would stop at 10 is because now every team has one shot and one shot only. Yeah. And I would almost think that you would probably rather play more conference games. Like you almost get rid of the 
your preseason scheduling and you play more conference games to get a better idea of who's better out of your conference. So instead of play, like Alabama playing the Citadel and Appalachian State or whatever, they're actually going to play more SEC teams because the more SEC teams you play, the better barometer you have of who's actually better in the SEC. Yeah. But then you're going to play the same teams every year. I, I would be fine with keeping the schedules. I mean, you're still going to have to play in the conference championship. Let's just get rid of conferences altogether. Well, I thought about that. I agree, but 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 real, realistically, that's never going to happen. No, it's too much money. It's, it's never going to happen. What, but what if you get rid of conferences altogether, and then you literally put into like a an algorithm, and it spits out your schedule every year, so you don't know your schedule until that year when it comes. Or you could even do it in advance, so it's a completely randomized schedule every single year. No conferences, so you don't care about anything else. And the top, however many teams make the playoffs. Well, I think that's a the scheduling is what's what's the tough part about it. Like going back to the NFL, the schedules are so standardized. Like they're pretty much just put into a computer and they're spit out. And the teams you're competing with to make the playoffs are all playing similar schedules. So I think it's much easier to get an idea of who's better and. And what sucks about that is you, you don't have to care about who's better. It's who has a, more wins, and they get in. So the, that's where I think going back to breaking off Power 5 from the smaller 5 would be good, because then you can only play other Power 5 schools. Don't let them play any of the lower ones. And it's just Power 5 schools playing Power 5 schools to see who goes to the Power 5 tournament. Here's a question that might <clears throat> change my thought or steer my thought a different way. Is What are you trying to... What's the end goal here? Are you trying to uncover the best team in college football, or are you trying to are you trying to find trying to get a team who has the best season or just happens to win the tournament? I guess what are you trying to accomplish with crowning a quote national champion? Well, I would argue that the NCAA men's basketball champion, the Super Bowl champion, none of those. I mean, you could definitely argue against any of those being the best team. I think the only way you're going to get 100% agree. The only way you're going to get a best team scenario is something like what MLB or the NBA has with a best of series. So any team could be any team on any day. But if you play five times or whatever that number is, then generally one team will will be superior to the other one long term. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. So I guess my thought is, I guess my goal was trying to figure out who is the best team in college football. That's why I'm more for the, I want the four best teams in the playoff. So so conference right there doesn't necessarily matter. Even though, in my opinion, even though Georgia's a two-loss non-champion, I still think they should be in there because I think they're one of the best four teams. And I would argue that a UCF team that hasn't lost in two years is probably better than a one or two loss team. Because, I mean, I could point to Georgia and give you two instances this year on when they weren't the best team, and I can't point to anything in the last two years that says UCF isn't the best team. I I can't definitively argue with that, but I completely disagree. It's true. I'm a big numbers never lie guy, and those numbers didn't lie. So you're saying like six years ago when Ball State went twelve and zero that they they could have deserved a spot? 
But they didn't. They lost their last two games. They went. They did, but before that, you're like, huh? huh, They they might. They should be in the BCS. As soon as they lost the MAC championship game, you drop them out of the top 25 because (laughs) they don't deserve it anymore. That's fine. But okay, so yeah, a a 13 or 14 to 0 Ball State team doesn't intrigue you on if they can hang with Notre Dame. No, not at all. You're just wrong, Joe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just trying to be real here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I just want more teams in the playoff. I, I've never had a bad time during playoffs. Just throw some more teams in there. Why not? It's fun. I don't care if the quote-unquote best team doesn't get crowned at the end. I want to watch exciting-ass games with drama and intrigue and storylines and be glued to my seat watching the TV. You want to bet on it. And I want to bet on I want more games to bet on. <laughs> but I'm afraid that's not going to happen. Well, you can't be afraid your whole life, Joe. If if you don't if you don't take the four best teams, you might end up with a with a three touchdown game in the in the what is it the Orange Bowl and the Rose Bowl this year or Sugar Bowl this year whatever ones they are. Well, but sometimes we get that anyway. Like Alabama Notre Dame in 2012, Alabama killed them in the national title game, and they were the two best teams. Some would argue that then too. So then, yeah, it still just goes more back to speculation (laughs) and. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. it's a never-ending carousel. So you might as well just if you throw enough if you throw enough shit at the wall, some of it'll stick. So we might as well just put some more teams in there and see what happens. You want to put more teams in there by eliminating half of the teams that are eligible. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so that Kyle, that would be yours, as you would uh, just make it out of the Power Five. Yeah, and then and then you get one from each. Yeah, you get every conference champion makes it, and then three at large. Three at large. And then Luke's yours would be the 10, and then two at large? Yeah, I think I'm going 10 and two at large. And are you going mono a mono? Yeah, yeah, what's yours, Joe? Are we going to make a Twitter poll and let everybody decide? I'm going with, since we love the committee anyway, let's have the committee decide how many teams should be in every year. It could be different every year depending on on what (laughs) what the crop looks like. Well, in that case, I like Luke's, where it's just if you're undefeated, you're in. If you're not, (laughs) I guess I don't even really know what. I think I would probably go with eight teams. Any rhyme or reason, or just I? I I mean, like, how do you get in? Anything normal, or just like it is today, but eight? See, what I really don't like, I Luke, I probably lean with yours, but I would eliminate the wild cards or the at large. That's fair, but the Bengals have gotten so many wild cards in my life that I just have a soft spot for. <laughs> I would. I, what I would rather see is no committees deciding who's in. I want the, I want the standard to be set, and you know exactly what it takes to get in, and you control your destiny on it. I actually don't disagree with that. I, yeah. Hey, like if they, if they, they always talk about how college football is great because you know the regular season matters. Every game does, and that really makes it ring true. You lose a game, there's a good chance you're out. Just how it is. So I guess, yeah, you guys have swayed me a little bit because that's not how I came into this thinking I was going to end up. But I think I would do one, the winner of each conference gets in, and I would leave it up to that conference however they want to decide their represent. And like you said, it's kind of how they do it now, but they get to send whatever. If they want to do a championship game, that's fine. If they want to have their own tournament, that's fine. Or if they just want to do a round robin, whoever has the best records in, that's fine too. But each conference gets one. Then, yeah, you could even just eliminate non-conference games. Just make sure you play everybody in your conference. And then if you're undefeated from that, then I guess you're the conference champion because you played everybody. 
yeah, in that if you in in that theory, if you go undefeated, you're in. I always thought national champion was such a like vague term anyway. Like you could we could have our opinions anonymous national champion just crown whoever the hell we feel like should we want to crown. How much does it cost to sponsor a bowl? Can we get in on that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like the one in Detroit, no one's begging to sponsor. We could do that. We could probably sponsor like UMass playing somebody. That's fine. I'll be the biggest <laughs> UMass fan in the world if we get a sponsor their bowl. So I guess what league do you think do you think there's a league that does it best crowning a national champion? I, I if you're talking best team, I think it has to be one of the professional ones that do best of the NBA probably gets the best team to win it every year. Yeah. See, I definitely agree with that. And the only reason I'll take them over baseball, but it's also my least favorite. <laughs> if that tells you anything. Well, so. because it, it takes a while to, <laughs> it takes out all the intrigue and the excitement and the fun. It's just March Madness. We love because UMBC can beat Virginia. Oh, if they great, play 99 right? more times, UMBC is We're not winning that game. But what did you no, love? But you it only takes UMBC one. Winning. And I would love to see UCF beat, or even Middle Tennessee State. Like, that's what I want. That's the intrigue that I want to put into the NCAA one. If they go out there and get killed, well, hopefully they at least cover. I don't know. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> see, I like the model. I, I think the NBA does it best, and I'll say they do I like that better than MLB just because of the way the roster like MLB by the time you get to the playoffs it's who has the best starting pitching that you're playing a different kind of strategy than you play during the regular season in the NBA you're actually playing the way you've played all year. Um I like how the World Cup does it where you do pool play, do some knockouts and then you go to a playoff system. But can't I just argue then that pool play is my regular season and then like conference championships are my next stage? Well, I agree. And that's kind of why I settled on the ending I did on college football where you play your conference and then the winner of that, I quote unquote pool, I guess, or group play. Now you're into the the knockout round. I guess then you, you get everybody then gets a chance, but then the cream will start to rise to the top. But then at the end, you still have that. All you have to do is beat them one time kind of thing. I just hate using a formula that the USA can't seem to get past every single year. That's true. I'm not ready for Brazil to come in and win college football, too. <laughs> it's it's not. the only thing we have left. Well, yeah. there's plenty of teams that can use a kicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. Any final f- thoughts? Yeah. I don't know. 50 minutes and we didn't solve anything, guys. <laughs> But they haven't. They've changed it because it, it used to just be there were like random teams just played in the bowls. Whoever ended up as number one in the polls was the national champion. Yeah. And then they were like, well, let's switch to BCS bowls. And then they were like, well, let's have a national championship game between the top two and the BCS. And now we have four. And the like, college football is always changing. So I just don't think they found the right one yet. Yeah. But I, I think no one's ever going to be happy. Like we said, even in NCAA basketball, you always have teams 69 and 70 that are pissed they didn't make it in. As humans, we're just naturally unhappy, so that's how the world works. (laughs) (laughs) It's no different than any other day. And then it's like, I'm team number 69, but I'm a hell of a lot better than half the teams that actually made it in. And then UMCB wins, and they're like, fuck, all right, just kidding. 
All right. Well, we, as Kyle said, didn't solve anything here. So <laughs> please let us know your opinion. Let us know what you think. I had be. fun, though. I- I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Let us know what you think the college playoffs should look like. And you know, maybe the NCAA will listen to us. Maybe the committee's listening right now. They would if they know what's good for them. All right. Join us uh, later this week for our regularly scheduled programming of our normal debauchery. And hopefully some money shots. <laughs> Always some money shots. Uh, email us, contact at opinionsanonymous.com. Let us know your thoughts on the NCAA college football playoffs and send us any other questions you may want us to tackle. If anyone knows that lady from The Gift, talk her into coming on. Yeah, her name is Allie. She's one of our <laughs> followers. She's super nice, but super reserved. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. She'll warm up to us. People always do. Maybe she has listened to an episode. Double shout out, Allie. Come on our pod. Are you recording this just in case we come up with something good? Just in case we're funny. (laughs) By the way, I I love the bloopers were just like, Random, random, just people saying fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's of <laughs> what we do. As they should be. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us to fuck me. All right. <laughs> joining That's us what to we're doing? Me. All right. <laughs> I didn't know now what I was I'm signing up for. Now, are you guys interested? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am Luke. With me was Joe and Kyle. You're talking about the NCAA playoffs. Let us know what you think. Contact at best podcast. Fuck. Uh oh. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> uh, Are you going to say something about like uh, download, subscribe, rape, and <laughs> review? Just, just throw a random like rape in there and just leave it. Yeah, oh, just say instead of saying rape. Well, all people actually listen. Rape. Like, you say rape. <laughs> you said rape twice. I like rape. <laughs> These guys are really rape in the review. Rape. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know where we we're. But email us. You're never going to be able to say that again now. No email. Yeah, please subscribe. <laughs> rape and review. <laughs>